I just took two cuttings of my Hoya Noel, the one we got from the Hoya event. Oh, yeah. And after I took the cutting, I saw that the top cut had a penduncle, and now I'm sad. Mm, damn. I'll probably never. What Hoya uh, event? The one uh, you were in Peru. Oh, Peru. And that was the same day that the House Black Collective Facebook page imploded. <laughs> oh, that, I, that was like the day. It was oh, no. like the day before like you got back. I got before I got back. Because I remember getting back into the service zone and like logging into Facebook for the first time in a few weeks. You couldn't comment. It was completely and shut down. And being like, wow, you guys completely fell apart without me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes me feel good. I should sell some pottery at the garage sale we're having. You should. I, I went through, I cleaned my garage out and I have a bunch of pots that I'm going to bring to sell for probably like a dollar each. I'm like, just I take them. I making some cocoa poles. I've got all the oh, materials. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'll buy one of those. <laughs> Do you want to make me a four inch one for my Hoya that I want to try? I mean, like not four a four inch, inch tall one, but like no, 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 a four inch diameter one. Okay. Yeah. We want yeah. a girthy son of a bitch. Yeah, you want a girth pole. Oh my God, I could call it that. We should, we need to host a, because we did the macrame thing forever ago. We need to host like a. Do you guys want to come to a virtual pole class with Adam? Macrame. No, but I'm saying we did the macrame. I think it's time we do a moss pole one. It was like two years ago we did the macrame. Oh, we can do another one. Like we can. Ooh. I wonder if. Ugh. See, I always think about these things and I'm like, oh, how can I make money at this? But like we could have an event at a venue and then people could show up and drink and do the thing. But then like, you know. Well, that was the whole point. If we ever. Charge for it. People aren't going to want to come. But also. Remember when we were going to host a plant convention? Yeah. And that's how we were going to make money to do these things. What's a plant yeah. convention? Well, they had Plant Con down in Texas. Yeah, they still are Plant Con. I have logos and everything. <gasps> but, I mean, they didn't really steal it because they got to it. Well, what if we just hosted an event and instead of charging people to show up, like, they could either, they could show up and just watch someone give a demonstration about how to make macrame or a cocoa bowl. And if they want to participate, they could pay just for, for the, the material. materials. The only thing is then you have to give people time where the instructor can come around and help them out because people are going to get stuck and they're going to need individual. Not with attention. cocoa poles, probably. That's, kinda, that's why you need macrame because that's what I've taught before. You yeah. need like the main instructor and then two or three people that are also really good at it and yeah. just walk around. Just well, you're good at macrame. You could help. I've done some, but I'm, I wouldn't say... I pick up on knots. I'm not as good as you are. I just, you know, I made friendship bracelets as a kid and I perfected my, you know, my tension in my knots and everything is just uniform and perfect. Did you guys ever do the nine jump? Like break, like make, make like necklaces with the curly one or the flat patterns. Yes. I did a ton of that because I have three older sisters. Should Should I wear them tomorrow? I have three older sisters, and that was the thing we do in car trips. Oh, like I'd see yeah. them like they have, they'd get a little safety pin and like pin yes, it to the, to seat. the seat in front of you, and then have the four strands, the oh, two long ones, do the you two do short ones. Sometime that'd be fun, and we would just like that sleepover. That's how we would we would listen to Enya, and we would at our <laughs> we would pass the time by weaving. We listen to Oak Ridge Boys in the car on road trips. Um, we're gonna have a rough around the hedges sleepover at my house to build our website. Yeah, we're going to build our website. We're going to make friendship bracelets. I'm going to provide probably pina coladas or margaritas. My vote is margaritas. Mm. Or, I'm not really a drinker anymore. Like, I've really... Well, you can have whatever... I'll have a kombucha. you want. But when my dad... Uh, he... Whenever I go down to the camper, um, the new thing is I have to make my dad either banana is alcoholic milkshakes and he either wants the banana coconut one or the orange sickle one which is like fanta and orange sorbet and cherry with booze and they're both 
absolutely delicious. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I for think you, you guys get on that one. Really yeah, ice cream. Yeah, I'm bored with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just need a plant on the table for this episode for like inspiration. inspiration. Plants on the backs of the chairs are not enough. They're like weird. Well, not weird. They're like floral patterns. There's an oak leaf in there. Okay. Well, and a giant raspberry. Are you looking at the look at just the sheer and grapes. Look at the sheer color of this globulosa. Four leaves on the but globulosa. It's like, but it's got that really nice kind of dark green bluish sheen. I kind of like. Yeah, and it's got a little the, peach fuzz. Yeah. You should give me a cutting of that. Yeah, I'm gonna right grow now. it out and cut right, it right now. Give me. It hasn't really. Me, give me, was give just me. unfurling when I got it. I see a little yoga arm going. It's kind yeah. of starting. It's got like two little growth points here, but mm-hmm. um, you want to introduce him? I just did. Globulosa. I mean, formally. <laughs> oh, I would like to formally introduce my Hoya globulosa to the planet. His name is Hoya globulosa, <laughs> and it, he's nice and very friendly. And so far, has not created any problems living in my east window. It was originally a quarantine spot. For him because you know it was a trade plant and now it is officially just a place where it grows well so. <laughs> wow amazing who would have thought in front of a window cool yeah you, you know a shock really shocking shock people you'd be surprised yeah not enough people put their plants in front of windows don't get you me don't started say, that's, that's when we have more time for mention this <laughs> oh well everybody thank you for tuning in today you're listening to rough around the hedges podcast i'm kaylin and i'm adam and i'm christine Today, we are going to talk about burnout yeah. and as it relates to plants and our plant collections and the time we spend caring for plants and the obligations we have to keep these things alive. And we're also in a really interesting position to discuss it because we're all kind of burnt out, not plant burnt out right now, but just like life burnout. burnout. We just went through like two <laughs> extremely hot days and like we've all had crazy busy Augusts. I just and- had to finish a bunch of things for my sister's wedding that I made. So at the very bottom of our list is yeah. keeping our plants alive. I mean, it's not yeah. the bottom of the list. Mm. All the fun plant things I enjoy doing, like propagating and repotting, that's the bottom of the list. Watering has to get done because otherwise they're going to dry out. Okay. I have stuff outside. Like I've been keeping up on that at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. Plant triage. When I yeah. do the very absolute minimum to like... Turn your begonias. Stop downstairs in the grow death. tent. Water the outside plants. Mm-hmm. That's my... First triage step. I got to water stuff tonight. Well, so, I mean, and I think that anybody that's been collecting plants for, you know, even, even a year, a couple of years, I would say you're probably going to, you're going to go through phases where you're just like more excited and less excited. And Mm -hmm. so I think learning how to sort of manage your expectations and how to deal with periods when you're really not feeling motivated. Knowing things not, aren't going to look perfect all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And just how, and also for me, a lot of it comes down to just recognizing that usually I find something that inspires me again, or, you know, some, one of my plants does something, or I listen to a podcast and it makes me want to do something plant related and things pick up again. So how are you right now, Adam? Well, I've been going through a sort of, I've been going through a job hunt, like a job search for the last month and a half. And interviewing in different places and, you know, formatting my resume and getting cover letters written and all of these different things. And that has been really monopolizing my time. So my plans have sort of taken a back burner. But at the same time, I recently did some cool Reddit trades through the rare plant buy sell trade subreddit. And 
those have been kind of like the trading aspect of it has kind of been keeping me motivated, honestly. Like I'm completely not interested in purchasing a single plant right now. I go through these long periods where I just don't buy anything. Like I'm talking over a year and that's where I am right now. Like the trading is keeping me really happy and like finding new varieties, but also just sort of culling through the collection, knowing that I'm getting ready to go into like a life, a period of dramatic life change. And I want to be as intentional as possible about what's in my collection right now. So I'm not just like carrying baggage and work. We think we have a plant sale coming up. Exactly. September 9th, any local peeps, we're having a plant sale. Garage sale. But I don't know. Do you feel like does that sort of sum up what you want to hear for? That's because that's just sort of the vibe. That's where I'm at. Like the, the plant care hasn't been my top priority. I've been making, I've been doing a lot of the triage. Like I've been going a couple weeks without flushing things. <gasps> oh, damn. Um, yeah, I know it's dramatic, but, yes. um, but things also, things are surprising me and, and my like Alba Monstera put out a leaf with like mid rib in a, so that kind of is exciting. It's climbing high enough to do that. But um, how about you guys? Where are you in terms of plant motivation and houseplant burnout? Um, right now I am fine. Like, and I'm, I'm probably the most lazy, I guess, when it comes to plant stuff. I feel like between the three of us, um, I just, I kind of already do the bare minimum. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, swatting schedules have been fine. I haven't missed any. I have, you know, I don't take props unless I absolutely feel the need or motivation to do so. I just keep doing my thing. So I'm fine right now. Aren't you lucky? I know. I, I'm, oh man, August has been rough. Uh, stay rough, everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so tired with the way you said that. Stay rough, everybody. <laughs> I know it's accurate. Um, last night I just sent off the things I made for my sister's wedding. It was two flower girl dresses, outfit for my grandma. I hemmed my sister's dress and added a bustle. And then I had to make a veil. And then I was like, hmm, this doesn't match the color of her dress. I need to make a second veil. So I made two veils. And then I also had to alter my bridesmaid dress. So like all of that's done now. The wedding's on Saturday. I'm going down Friday. Wait off my shoulders. I got my plants to the state fair plant show. That's all taken care of. Now, hopefully I'll go home and just water everything that needs to be watered. But right. I will say, I come, just, like, ask me in November when I'm in the middle of my busiest time of year at school and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I would be very different. And I, yeah, I've just been keeping, keeping this stuff alive, keeping it watered and, like, going out into the greenhouse and just hosing everything down no matter if it needs it or not. It's just been so hot out. Uh, the outside plants, they need to be watered like every three days, which drives me nuts. Just stay watered. Uh, but I did up pot some of those to try and help with that. Um, but it's been nice having a, like an overall smaller collection of plants because I don't have as many permanent residents to care for. The annoying thing lately has been I have been propagating and selling stuff on Marketplace all summer long. And right now I have a shit ton of pothos and a shit ton of pilea mm -hmm. that aren't moving. Nobody wants a pilea pepperomioides. I don't even know if I can list them for five bucks and sell them. That's how popular these stupid plants are now. And I have a bunch. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I need you out of my life. I need you out of my tent. Um, Maybe that gonna... can be your, like, for the garage sale I plan on bringing. I chopped up my obovada like crazy. And I have probably 40 obovada cuttings right now. Ooh. Um, That's where I'm at with the croniana. And my plan for, like, the 
garage sales, basically. You can have one of these for free if you follow me on Facebook, Instagram. We could do that. Here's the free table. Follow us on Instagram. Like if I can get down to just having five, that's fine. I'll wait and sell those until someone actually wants them. Right. Uh, They just take up all the space. And like in my grow tent, I don't currently have shelves where I can go vertical. Everything is just one layer Mm -hmm. at different heights Mm -hmm. based on how tall the plant is. So like just taking up too much real estate. Right. Oh my God. And then Chiapensi. Nobody wants a fucking Chiapensi. They're beautiful plants. They're awesome Please plants. grow them. I'm selling them for $5 because I have 10 and nobody wants them. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, if I could just get rid of all these extra things I have propagated, we'd be in a really great spot. Right. I could look at doing, you know, the fun stuff that I enjoy about plants that I've had to put off kind of for the whole month of August. So. I think for me, like part of the burnout comes, it comes in different ways. Like, right. I love, like. My plant Instagram is sometimes I go through really active phases of posting and I'm excited about a lot of things. And then like lately, like I said, I've just been preoccupied with other things. And so it it just comes down to basic care. Right. That's all I can manage. But like I have things I really want to post and I have great ideas. I just have to like find time to just sit down with a camera and like take photos of plants but i wouldn't i would just like randomly take photos of my plants because i like them and then i'll just save them in my phone for when i'm feeling like posting and yeah for some reason it's right away when i get up in the morning but i'm not out of bed yet i just need like to not fall back asleep i'm like here let's post on instagram and then typing out a fucking caption 30 minutes later and i'm late for work yeah i I have to be careful about opening my phone up right as i waking up in the morning because sometimes it just like sucks a lot of time right out of literally nothing uh me hitting the snooze button sucks a lot of time out of my morning (laughs) so i have to like turn my eyes onto my phone to like make me not fall back asleep because i will snooze snooze snooze, strategies and then it's 9 30 and i'm like well i need to leave for work right now i'm still in bed what yeah i have a very specific morning routine and if it doesn't get followed my whole day is ruined oh really which i mean it basically entails get up make sure the cats have fresh water feed the cats Make a cup of tea, sit on the couch for a half hour. What kind of tea? Just black tea. Nothing in it? No. No sugar or milk? Uh, a touch of sugar, but I'm just trying to keep away from caffeine and sugar as it is. Oh. Um, but that's, yeah, like if I don't get my cup of tea in a half hour just to like veg out on my couch, my day's ruined. Oh, that's cool just though. I ruined. mean, I've, I think like those certain types of routine, this is totally a tangent, but certain types of routine and it could be seen as used used for plant care too but more right. so like morning and evening routines can be really um essential mm. for like long-term mental health i want to say and like physical health is i eat a bowl of captain crunch peanut butter every morning and that's kind of <laughs> i will say and maybe maybe that does what help with me try not to have too much plant burnout is He's still laughing about Captain Crunch. I know, Crunch. and... No, because I just finished saying, like, how good it is for physical health. And then Kayla's just like, my routine is just Captain Crunch right. every day. Crunchitize me, Captain. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Uh, Where was I going with this? Oh, like, and people say, you know, having a watering schedule is not a good form of plant care. But for me... I think that when they say it's not a good thing, it's like, I will water my pothos on every Thursday. But that's kind of where I'm at. And that's what but helps you, with my pl- my burnout. You yeah, know. I have figured out my water mix. every Thursday. I have figured out my, my LECA thing. So every two weeks, Saturday is the downstairs plants. Sunday is the upstairs plants. And I think that might help with my burnout because it is a thing that I do every two weeks. It doesn't take me more than an hour or two hours per story of the house. And then I'm done. 
And the sooner yeah. I get it done in the day, the better. I know my plants are good for a week. So I check mm-hmm. on them once a week or sometimes, you know, 11, not 11 days. What's one week plus one? Eight? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's eight days. Eight days. Um, eight days a week. Favorite like, beetle song. If my plants aren't making it that whole week and they're drying out sooner, like I'm going to monitor them. I'm going to give them, you know, or some they just wet to soak that soil. Or I'm just going to repot them into a larger pot. Right. Because if you're going to dry out in three days, fuck that. I can't. Yeah. I would so. say, I would say like the thing about what, like the, the idea behind the advice of be careful about just watering on a schedule, it really comes down to experience. I mm-hmm. think people, it's the same with like, it's not impossible to grow a plant in a pot without drainage, but it's not recommended, especially for beginners. Mm-hmm. So it's the same sort of thing. Whereas if you really know your plants and you've been growing them for a long time and it's working when you water them once a week. And yeah. And you know that they'll dry out enough to get watered the, again in that week. Right. They're fine. using the moisture right. that they have before you're adding more. And that's very much, uh, you know, that's fairness too. like right now I have two little Plutos in a four inch pot and they are definitely drying out faster than every two weeks. So I kind of just like pick it up every now and then like, oh yeah, definitely needs water. Mm-hmm. But that, I mean, for me, that helps me a lot too. Then, then it's just one, pl- one or two plants at a time mm-hmm. that I'm watering more often. See, and that list for me includes my Rydeck and my Stingray and my Three Begonias downstairs. I just like, I'm not going to, they're in big pots. I don't want to up them again. Right. But like if I'm going to go check on some, it's going to be those five plants. Everyone else I know is fine. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of <laughs> Or people- they'll deal. Or they can deal. Well, like, yeah, the begonia dry out. The begonias dry out too much. They start getting crispy, dropping all their leaves. All their new growth shrivels up. Like, it's a mess. So I have to check on them. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of people say that they get burned out from plants, like house plants in particular, once they start selling a lot of plants or turning it into a business. Or they have to make money. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's its own thing. If you have that stressor put on you that you feel like you have to be selling your plants to either make up money or get yourself more money or, you know, life events happen and you feel like you have to try and supplement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you get burnt out fast on well, that. See, you know, I'm selling a bunch and I'm making money, but like it's, I'm not relying on that income and I'm not making it consistent yeah. where I'm like every Wednesday I'll take cuttings and start something new. Like it's, when the plant needs it or when I'm trying to downsize or. Right. You know, or if I'm like, just lucky and someone's specifically asking for it and I happen to have yeah. either I'm either able to take a cutting quick or I have something already going to be like, here you or go. Or we have a plant garage sale coming up in a couple of weeks and we need more stuff to sell. <laughs> and September in another 9th, five minutes, September I'm going to remind all of you. About our plant garage sale. We We're might trying to have a garage sale. Please help September us pay 9th. off the new audio console that we have. Right. My profit. We have to. And help pay Christine pay for this new yeah, soundboard we got. Small disclaimer, if the f- next couple episodes sound weird, it's because I'm still getting used to the new console. So. Ooh, we should put Rough Around the Hedges stickers on it. No. no. We can put it on my it's janky a, old I laptop. Um, not. Guys, I refer to most technology that I don't understand as a unit. Yeah, he so keeps calling it a unit. We do have a new unit, it's everybody. A console. And it is allowing us to record our voices and share them with all of you. So we are going to be selling plants to help to pay for this new beautiful. Pay down my credit card, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we committed to this. That's why we're having a plant sale. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Sort of, kind of. But also because we want to see all of you. Right. And if you want 18 Pilea pepperoni munis for $100, I will sell them to you. Wow. Great deal. Great deal. And you're going to get that proposition. 18 plants for $100. In case anybody didn't realize it, 
We're having a plant garage sale on September 9th. And, and also, you gave me shit. Kaylin might have one or I two. I check to make sure this episode is actually posting before the 9th. Maybe the plant sale is over and it's not going to be. It'll be the Sunday before. So perfect timing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come to our plant sale, guys. I'll, we have to think of ourselves. If I a, haven't posted on Instagram, it will be on Instagram. Yeah. We three are selling, and then there's a couple other local houseplant people. Something selling. incredible that you learn how to do as a podcast host is like live in the future. <laughs> and it really is impressive. So all of you out there, be impressed. And I'm living in the future in that we did a fantastic garage sale. And I'm living in the future because I'm already thinking about the episode episode we're going to record on plants and AI. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to happen. That'll be when I'm gone, everybody. <laughs> in February. It'll, you'll yeah. be. Oh, okay. You can talk about it without me. I thought you meant like you'll be gone because you're not. I'm not be, participating. You're not going to be a brain. Quits. You're not going to yeah. be. You're not going to be resuscitated after you die by artificial intelligence. Is that's when we're going to be. <laughs> oh, so now the artificial intelligence is murdering me. No. Great. Oh, it's, it's. I think people are already scared life. that that's actually going to happen. So we are going to get taken over like by robots. We're not talking future. about plant burnout anymore. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that is a symptom of burnout. Is you ignore your plants. Yeah. And ignore all plant related. I, I would say that we could talk about it in terms of this. Like if you have plants in a grow tent in your basement, the level of guilt is amplified. Because mm-hmm. they're in a tent in your basement? Yeah. Because like when you don't see them for a few days, out you're like, out of mind. dang son, you're in a tent in my basement. I'm so sorry about it's a that. big black cloud that hangs out in the back of my mind. That's just like, gotta go check on the tent, Caleb. And I can't see it, but I know it's there. And then the threat just looms over me until I go look at it. Every time I go down there, there's something new that needs to be watered. That's definitely where having something in my bedroom and something in my kitchen helps. Yeah. Because I am forced to stare at them every day. Uh, Because I definitely have it. Back when I used to have plants in Adrian's office, which is the third bedroom of our house that I never go to. And it's a, you know, the farthest room away from me. That's why I put pothos in there because I could ignore the hell out of them and they would be just fine. That's why I took the plants out of our guest bedroom because I got sick of having to go in there to look at them. Yeah. I just yeah. didn't go on. I, I mean, don't go in that room. It reminds me like if a, f- if a few days go by and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even looked in the basement tent. Right. It's, it reminds me of that nightmare that I have when like I was, when I'm in, in college or like in school and I'm, it's like I forgot to go to class, like a, a class all semester long. And then it's the final, it's the final. Oh my God, I had one of those dreams. You know? I still get I those, one of those dreams. dreams. It's like, oh my I God, I will get them. I forgot I even registered for this class and I haven't been going. What am I going to do? And like, I panic. I like that we all have this dream. I've only but had it once. That dream has I've only had it haunted once. me my, not my whole life, like, but since college, I still get those dreams every now and then. That's the feeling that I get when I'm like, Oh my God, I haven't even thought of my basement plans. And I still get, fine, but. I still get dreams where I'm put on stage for a theater show and I don't know, I know any my lines. lines. <laughs> yep. The one that really sticks out to me is I didn't know my lines and they gave me a birthday card to read as my lines. So it looked like a birthday card, but your lines were inside? No, it was, here's your script. It was a birthday card. <laughs> I feel like this has taken a real weird turn. Yeah. yeah Welcome where, everybody. Where are we? Stay rough. There was um, only one time I had to improvise on stage and that was in, what is it? See how she runs? That's how they run. Oh, uh, 
Victoria didn't see how they run. See how they run. Victoria did not make her entrance on that one. And I was um, on stage and I was like looking, I was like looking around the living room set, like, oh, yes, aha, uh-huh, la di da. Mm-hmm. Noises. Oh, is the phone ringing? No, nope. okay. I, I was, that, on the couch. that was oh, on me. Magazines. That was me because the phone got unplugged or something. Someone stepped on and the phone got unplugged. It wouldn't ring. So then I'm sitting there, like, I was down in the prop room finding another phone, find, getting in hooked up. Like, I put it in the fireplace and like rang it so that it at least could, the audience could hear it. It was. Oh, I feel like we were talking about plant burnout. <laughs> now we're talking about a show. Literally, we're, do, we're showing a small, eleven small history of Kaylin and I's phone for relationship. Thirty seconds, and we've we, been in like ten. Where are we? Yeah, I mean, you guys, plant burnout pictures together. Real. We, what was our what was our podcast topic that we were talking well, about? We were today? trying to talk about burnout, but I honestly, <laughs> I honestly feel pretty good about the plants at the moment. Yeah, I mean beyond i mean yes but like i have experienced extreme burnout um if i look at another plant i'm gonna throw up like you question your entire existence yeah why, why do i have this many plants why do i have this many plants i like my specific example i can think of is when like i very tragically lost a pet a year and a half ago and it was right in the peak of me having like the most amount of plants that I've ever had. And it was also in the middle of the winter time. And so stuff was already just kind of looking sad. And like if you have a, a, a giant infestation of like, and spider that's, mites. That's part of it mm-hmm. too. So like I just kind of was like in a s- pretty severe like depression funk as it is. And then with that just came the burnout of I went probably if not close to a month at least a month and a half of not watering anything mm. i could see stuff dying because they were getting spider mites like and then you just have no energy to even get, care then you just get even more sad and then you get the guilt of like oh i spent so much money on that plant and it's getting you know so it's definitely a thing i've, I've also heard of um like folks that have breakdowns with their not breakdowns, like have their if they've got a greenhouse or a room where they're growing plants and the heat gives out or kicks in or goes in overdrive and like everything either gets fried or frozen. Like I've definitely seen stories of that. And I really, it's kind of like, first of all, it's made me be extra careful about ever relying on any sort of heat system or cooling system. Space heater you use in your greenhouse. Uh, Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going to keep anything in there that I couldn't survive. Like if the whole thing was just like burn up. Yeah, or, you know, cook all the plants somehow. Mm-hmm. Or, um, and it's also made me really careful about what kind of technology I'm willing to trust with my plant collection. But what I really feel like if, if that were something that happened to me, like I had my whole collection concentrated into a small area and then the whatever type of technology I'm relying on to regulate temperature goes out here in Minnesota, that's game over. You know? right. I remember having a, a point one year when the, I want to say the boiler went out in like the coldest a cold snap during January or something like that. And I had the, one of those plug in radiators um, and a bunch of fans going all night in the plant room just to like try to circulate warm air and stop everything from freezing. But you know, if I had been out of town or, you know, that had happened when I wasn't there, like that could, I think be a really powerful source of like, I don't know. Try this back to burnout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like the burnout yeah. just comes naturally. Right, if right. Like if, you, if you suffer something, like if your plant collection suffers like a major infestation or you lose a bunch of plants, it can be like really uh, a setback. And you're like, is it worth it to even keep going yourself? Yeah. yeah. Um, thankfully, that hasn't happened to me, but I've just heard those stories out right. there. I was like, oh, damn, that would really suck. And I want to give you like some cuttings. Like, let me know if you want some cuttings. Yeah. Which I, I think the plant community is pretty good about if someone. If someone went through a tragic event like that, yeah, people would step up. Yeah. 
yeah, people are pretty good about that. I find to like combat my burnout, like I have a whiteboard calendar in my kitchen and I have my whole schedule written out on it. And that's how I keep track of when I check each room of plants. Mm -hmm. So like I'll check the living room plants. All right. Living room, dining room, grow tent. And then I can look back and see when the last time I checked on those was because I can't remember that in my brain. I can't tell you the last time I checked on my grow tent if I don't consult the calendar. Right. So I have to write it down. Hmm. And then I'll know like, you know, when a week has gone by, I'm like, oh, I have to check on the grow tent tonight or I'm busy tonight. So I'm going to check on it tomorrow or, you know, I'll do it before work or Sounds I'll like just pop down there and check the plants that I know would be poorly off if I don't water them and everything else will just be fine. Right. So that keeps me in check because I just can't keep that info in my brain. Sounds like you have a pretty good instinct for like recording stuff between your your book where you used to record. I don't do it anymore. And then now, my study guide. now your calendar thing on your fridge and the calendar is just because i cannot remember when i, I mean, checked that's a good on instinct, i think to do that um but yeah like that's a good that's a good segue is like what are the best ways to counteract when you're feeling burnt out with a big collection of indoor plants right. my favorite thing is if you have a plant friend have the plant friend over you guys can either do the plant chores together or that plant friend can hang out while you do the plant chores that helps um and just keep you accountable that uh, body doubling really helps for me right and we've even had like in the Discord channel, someone will be like, I'm doing plant chores today. I'll be, on the, on. I'll be on the voice channel, jump yeah. on. And that is like motivated me to be like, okay, I should also get some stuff done too. Well, like, you know, one of us is like, I'm going to be on the voice channel and someone else is like, that's a good idea. And Christine's like, ah, oh, yes, I have a bunch of stuff to do. Let me jump on. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I've also, there was a point, I think last year or something where I went through everything, made a giant to-do list and it started to freak me out too much. I was like, this is way too much stuff. I'm feeling like the burnout coming on where I'm just not going to do anything and then everything's going to suffer. So I texted Kaylin. And I was like, you have to check in with me daily and ask me what the one thing I did each day was. I think I checked in like four times and then I forgot about it. Yeah, but you did. I mean, it was enough to be like, I would be partway through the day and be like, oh, crap, I have to do something today. You'd get it done. And then just gonna check on me. me. Kaylin, I got a thing done. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to ask you about that. Right. Shit. So that that helped me a lot was just kind of having a little bit more of a. Because I do well with deadlines. I like And lists. like feeling the extra push of a deadline. So if it was a daily thing, I was like, okay, I have to get some. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and what I'm hearing is sort of like the community yeah. aspect of it can really make it, again, seem like something that's manageable. Right. And then also, I would say for me, it is also referencing listening to a podcast. Honestly, that's something or like watching a video about plants it just like, I don't know what it does. It does just invigorate you? Yeah, it like activates a part of my brain that is like excited and energized about the prospect of growing new kinds of plants and like managing my collection so I have stuff to sell so I can buy new plants or stuff to trade so I can acquire new plants. Um, that will sort of motivate me sometimes. Right, and not to be too <laughs> narcissistic, but like our podcast has helped me a lot. Because like every Sunday, new podcast, that's the first thing I do is put my earphones in and listen to it to make sure it sounds okay. Mm. And that I didn't like miss anything weird in editing and stuff. And while I'm listening, I'm like, well, might as well start doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting, just getting engaged in some way with mm -hmm. the, like larger plant community. Um, also having people over. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's Kaylin's another head. way. Like if you just plan to have guests, sometimes that can like kick you into gear. That's when how I clean to... my house. Yeah. That's why no oh, one comes coming. to my house. I'm Having people over, I have to clean the, you know, make sure the kitchen's tidy and the bathroom's been wiped up. I don't need you guys to point out that I have aphids. I know I have aphids. You probably just, 
<laughs> you see when I go over to Jay's house and I do that, I'm like, Jay, this plant needs to be watered. Jay, this has bugs. And Jay's yeah. like, I know. I'm like, I'm sorry. Christine's just like, you can't come see my shit, Kaylin. You can't come see that. Not allowed, Kaylin. I let the bugs go too far sometimes. I will say that, and this is, it totally goes on a person by person basis. Some people probably have like a really bad plant burnout and then it for them it was never a large enough part of their life or right. it's time for them to make a transition and the houseplants have to like take a back seat for a while that's fine like it's it's not a, a something that's going to stick around forever for life for everyone right but i will say for me personally i'm a, very much a generalist and when it comes to plants i'm not a specialist in the way that i collect and i'm always finding new families of plants to get involved in and find new ways to be motivated and enthusiastic. Mm -hmm. And just the amount of times that I've experienced burnout and then come back around has been like a, a motivating force for me. So whenever I feel it coming, I just know like it's going to pass, right? This will pass and I am going to get back into what I love. And, you know, if you have some casualties during that time, it's okay. Like, yes, if you have the crazy expensive plant and you kill it and like i'm sorry that that really sucks but for the most part it's okay that you lose a couple plants along the way yeah everyone kills plants. everyone has killed plants oh you learn you know mm -hmm. and if you you're experiencing burnout and you just got a lot of plants i've found it very helpful to get rid of a bunch that too i pared down from 173 to 100 in my permanent collection not including propagations and i was just like all of a sudden excited to go water plants because it was like my top 100. Mm -hmm. So like everyone that was there, I was excited about. Mm, yeah, that's so a like, really good point. And like and now that summer's going to come to an end, I'm going to have to recap my plants, re-get down to 100 because I know I've, I've fluctuated a little bit. I've gotten rid of some stuff, um, acquired some new stuff, acquiring a new thing on Sunday. <laughs> Christine's going to bring me a Pluto. Pluto yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, definitely have to get back down to 100, but like that's a really nice number for me. Like, I know I'm capable of 150 and at times I can do up to 250, but like 100 is nice. Yeah. Plant watering doesn't take so long. Uh, downside is everything's in really big pots because I have really big plants. So that's something that with this garage sale coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, one week from today, Saturday, September 9th. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday. I'm using this opportunity to take some of my plants in really big pots that are really big specimens, downsize those. I'm going to take a division um, or like a top cut and just sell the mother plant. Because mm -hmm. then I'll go from having, you know, a 10 inch pot of this philodendron mayoi and I'm going to take, you know, the nicest top cut and I'm going to have back into a four or six inch pot. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be able to grow it up again and grow it out. And then, you know, I'm making money from the sale of the mother plant. I have more room available to me in my house because that plant doesn't take up so much room. And, you know, I can grow it up big later. Mm -hmm. It's a cycle. Yeah, it, that's a, I think... I feel like I have a few things to say about because it just made me think of a few things when you said that. So first of all, I love the idea of taking just a cutting and then selling the mother plant or trading it or giving it away. It's a great feeling. And it also gives you a chance to like, you already know you've, you've grown this plant big. And so now you can like optimize the care if you want to even more and you know exactly what it needs and you won't make the same mistakes. You're already good at it. Right? You won't mm -hmm. make the same mistakes the first time you were starting from a cutting and growing it out. So it gives you this like new slate of opportunities with a the plant that you have more experience with, but also like that what you said about paring down and just like refocusing your collection. Um, not only does it mean less work, but it also allows you to kind of redesign your your growing spaces mm -hmm. um, in a way that can be more appealing 
Um, and that feels very satisfying when you kind of have less plants and you can kind of like more intentionally design the space where you're, where you're growing. Um, so all of these things I think are helpful. Yeah. yeah that definitely has helped me. I think, cause like I was a COVID plant parent and I think we did see like kind of a giant exodus in the community of once people had to get back to work and they were like, Oh my God, everyone had giant burnout of, I got 300 plants and now I'm working 40 hours a week again. What do I do? Um, so I was definitely in that group of people. I, to date, I don't think I've ever gotten past 200 plants, but I definitely had to take a step back and be like, I really need to pick what I want. And I'm, that's why I'm super choosy of what comes in now. Because I know if I get back to that point, it's just going to get messy. And to my plant friends, I'm sorry when you offer me plants and cuttings. I just have to say no, because I don't have the energy to take in new plants. Right. Yeah. Or I'm super choosy and like, it's got to fit these tiny parameters right and that's another thing if you get rid of plants sort of it can reinvigorate you to try something new because suddenly you have if you got rid of 10 plants suddenly you're like oh i have space for that one that mm -hmm. i've kind of wanted for a really long time now so i can get rid of 10 and pull one you know and it just like re motivates you to try something new um, just the ability to like go to the plant store and buy a plant whereas before you were like no i can't bring any new plants home to be able to have that room to bring home a new or maybe plant. it'll just give you the motivation to focus on one that you already have right you get rid of mm -hmm. 10 but then you really want to focus on that one rare plant that you did get and you know making sure that one thrives yeah and i want to you know spend more time focusing on like my self-heading philodendrons that i love so much for their large leaves and foliage but i always end up pushing them to like mm -hmm. the back of the light situation because there's this fancy variegated frustrated whatever shaped leaf i want to grow better <laughs> yeah no, and I would say one other thing that might not be applicable to everyone else out there, but I work in a greenhouse full of beautiful plants and sometimes that's enough for me. Like, I don't need all those. I take care right. of them at work and mm -hmm. I have access to them um, and I can look at their beauty and watch them grow and then send them away to other people that will take care of them. You don't necessarily term. need to come home to it. Exactly. Right. So that, that makes a difference if you, if you are working, if you're lucky enough to work in a setting where you're growing beautiful plants on a daily basis and you have access to a large collection, think of it that way. Um, and that's, I mean, the beauty of a community, if you can get yourself into a community, like I go to Kaylin's house and I look at her self-heading philodendrons and I don't need to ever have my own because I can go see her at her house. They're so big and they're so pretty, but they're fucking shrubs. <laughs> I mean, they are. They're gorgeous. But yeah. What do you guys think? Is there anything else we want to cover in this episode in terms of burnout or I feel like we, I feel like we, we covered a lot. We I did. think, yeah. you know, just in conclusion, we've all face it. Um, you will face it at some point, I guess. I, I, I think I can confidently say that you will yeah. face it at some so point. You're going to go through seasons. Just and like it's okay. Everyone. We've all gone through it. It's okay. Get rid of a hundred plants. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, this, this episode has really been just as much about like mental health. Right. As it as it's been about plants, which right. and and I guess to the it, very extreme, if you ever get to a point where you're just like I'm done completely, that's also okay. Yeah, you know, we'll people will be back and, and people, welcome you back in and give you cuttings when people love free you're plants. Ready. So yeah. just get rid of them for free, and people will swarm your door, take those off your hands, and you'll be free. Go down to just one Ravens Easy and let yeah. that thing get massive. I mean, at the end of the day, they're they're plants, and they're not they're not as important as your own like mental well-being right so always you know prioritize your own sanity i would yeah. say over over you know worrying about like mealy right. it's just a plant you can acquire it again yeah so plant of the oh. week 
Plant of the week? <laughs> that what do we got? Said. Yeah, what do we got going? Plant of the week. The plant. Our plant of the week. <laughs> Special shout out to these plants. I'll do mine because I couldn't decide last episode between two. Um, mine's going to be my philodendron plumanii. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I saw that leaf. Yeah, it Ooh. is. I had been growing in like a, put it in soil because it was getting too big for like a pots and it threw a giant fit, dropped everything. It was down to just a vine in soil. And then put out a leaf. How long ago? A couple days ago. A month? No, a month or so ago. Put it, finally put out its first leaf. But then Soil. the most yes. Okay. And the most recent one is very nice. Awesome. I got a, a pot. My plum any my soil plum any which is outside needs a bigger pot. Yeah. Not too fast. They're awesome. I totally love them. The ones I was growing. Very with. underrated plant. I mean, I feel like they had a moment where everyone was. They did. Everyone them. wanted them. They were like forty to sixty bucks, and now I can't sell them for ten. Yeah, no one. Everyone wants a plum I Hit me up. I got some mammy eyes too. They have gorgeous, gorgeous foliage and they can get their crawlers, I think. So they can get mm-hmm. quite large mm-hmm. easily. Um, what about you, Kaylin? I think I'm going to pick my philodendron atabapoense for this week's plant of the week. Also a plant oh, I took yeah. to the State Fair plant show. Um, you know, it's a cross between what a something and a billy. But I'm finally getting like these long ass, like, you know, longer than a foot long leaves. And they're just like these cute little strappy dudes. And it's got like the silvery coloring, kind of like yeah. a silver sword. I and love the like blockus. So effortless. Mm-hmm. So effortless. Just a little stunner. I'm excited to see how big he gets. I was actually considering popping him off um, out of my 100 plant permanent collection and just selling him. But like, I think he's changed my mind. I'm keeping him. So they really look like the spirit of sanctity in their juvenile form. I think the the adipoboency and mm-hmm. yeah but i love the like dark red abaxial leaf mm-hmm. surface and then the like glaucous bluish silvery yeah that's a really pretty color yeah and then you know the, the big leaves they're a perk too yeah the, the really long like lancelet leaves well like he's he's growing in a way that like <laughs> he's just said a lot of words i don't nice know <laughs> and like symmetrical all the way around so it's just like nice evenly shaped like he knew what he was doing like juvenile i don't know <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> I'm practicing my descriptors. Um, but I would say, I don't know, I have an advantage in this field because we're recording at my house and I can just kind of gaze over into my plant room. Um, but I would say this week, my plant of the week would have to be my uh, my Diffenbachia reflector. Oh, yeah. We were just talking about it in the last episode. Underrated like, plant, Diffenbachia. are, yeah, they don't get enough Is love. That, that one? It's mm-hmm. the one right here in the living room. But, you know, it's... It, a while back, I put out a second stock mm-hmm. or a second growth point from the LECA, from out of the LECA, from under the soil. On what did I just say? Yep. He grew wow. a second plant. It grew a second growth point. And, out of the LECA. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I love it. It just lives in my, happily in my living room, kind of like getting really low light, really low light mm-hmm. from just a west single, like sm- smallish west facing window. But it just perform so well right you and can perform better if you put them in your south window <laughs> i don't know <laughs> back it's, corner it's, over there it's more like i will i like having a plant there and it's so yeah. it's just able to support so many leaves surprisingly yeah they are good low light plants they're yeah. good low light plants is the moral of the story and it, the fact that it's in lecca means because i won't i won't be able to overwater it um, which would be easier to do in low light, but it just it's been putting out some really glorious. I like the way it green glows, foliage. like yeah. that lime green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you haven't seen pictures of the the Diffenbachia reflector, you should look it up because it's one of those plants that I think a lot of. Well, you it, should post one. Yeah, yeah, I'll po- I can post it in the Discord, and um, it doesn't look real. Like I think a lot of people that don't know house plants very well can look at it and be like, "Dang, right. it's crazy." Chief fake, but yeah. 
plant of the week. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to donate us some money, we'll send you some stickers. You can also share our podcast with your friends. Talk about it. Join our Discord server to join our Rough Around the Hedges community. Um, That's a great segue. Like as we're talking burnout, and I think we've mentioned a few times here, community is a big thing. Join our community. Join our Discord. Yeah. We will help you through it. Yeah, we've all we've all been there. So it is nice to have people to, to talk to you and we just shoot the shit. Right. And right. it's like it's always it helps reinvigorate your your enthusiasm. When you find when you talk to other people that are super passionate, it's just infectious. Yeah. And we have memes. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Stickers. I, I, <laughs> memes are free. Stickers, sorry. Did you see the meme that I posted that was very much geared towards you? I don't think so. About two hundred dollar plants and yogurt hard. containers. <laughs> I will live by that. Yeah. So, but oh, and then you're outraged at me shattering my wee pot. <laughs> I would not be outraged. No, my outrage was. I just oh. it wasn't that outraged. It was just that <gasps> you shattered a wee pot. The Hoya heads. Yeah. Wee pots are little plastic jugs that come from. No, yogurt. they're they're glass. I meant glass jugs that come from fancy yogurts. Yeah. And with that, yogurt, we will leave you all. Thank you for joining us. For another episode of Rough Around the Hedges podcast. Stay rough. Stay rough, everyone. Bye-bye. We did it. We kept an episode at 45 minutes.